0: Right on, right on, right on. Right on radio.
1: Right on radio.
0: Revelation Sunday. Welcome everybody to Revelation Sunday as we're calling it these days. As we're going through the book of Revelation, first and foremost, Happy Mother's Day to each and every one of you. What a special day it is. And I was reflecting this morning in my prayers. And, you know, Jesse and I often say on the show, everything is created in the spirit, but then it manifests in the physical. And when you think of the miracle of birth, that's exactly what happens. You know, God ordains these chromosomes to meet and he gives life immediately at that time, then it starts to manifest in the physical. And just what a beautiful picture and what a beautiful privilege a mother has to be able to carry another life, another precious gem of God inside of her and to give birth. We thank you for what you go through because it's not always easy, that's <laughs> for sure. And, and I particularly think of the mothers who have had miscarriages and things like that because you know it's so common like they say it's like one in four and and it can be devastating but yet you were given that gift and look we don't always understand what god's ways are but um his will is perfect for you and we thank you and we thank thank you for you know each of our mothers um i lost mine about nine years ago and that's heavy on my heart today of course but it is a wonderful thing. So, good morning, Jesse. Good morning, Jody. Good morning. Good morning, Jess. Uh, before we get the show going, uh, Jody, you were mentioning you were treated something special for Mother's Day.
2: Oh yes, my um, my middle daughter and her boyfriend and my grandson took me out to a beautiful Italian restaurant for dinner. Well, it was actually like a lunch dinner, but it was so good. <laughs> oh. Uh, have somebody else cook and then I could just
0: eat. That was really good. <laughs> now, d- d- does the restaurant match the home Italian cooking?
2: Yeah. Well, I used to cook a lot more be- before the kids grew um, bigger, which is probably the problem because I have no one to cook for but myself usually. But uh, yeah, my grandmother taught me how to cook as a child, you know, so it's really good. Yeah.
0: And, and how about you, Jesse?
3: Uh, all my plans are still to come today so it'll be a surprise
0: (laughs) you know what what a wonderful segue into the book of revelation because now we're into the things that are to come
3: right right
0: but but i know i know what everyone is thinking what does a romantic like jeff do for his wife (laughs) that's exactly
3: what we were all thinking
1: (laughs) and and by
0: the way men who are in the audience you will shine after you hear this (laughs) <laughs> so first of all, my my wife is a really, really practical person. I and mean, first thing yesterday, she says to me, Jeff, do not get me flowers. They jack up the price this time of year. They really don't mean anything to me. Don't get me flowers. So I thought, okay. Well, what do I do? You know, that's kind of the traditional. And, and everything's closed. So you know, it's hard to go out for dinner where we live and mm-hmm. things like that. So so first of all, yesterday, I vacuumed. I mopped the floors, uh, right?
3: Right. I mean, this is looking good, Jeff.
0: And this yeah. Is, yeah and so this is going good. And I said to my wife, baby, don't do my laundry today.
1: Do it tomorrow. <laughs> do it tomorrow?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't actually say that. I'm kidding. But there's only one thing she wanted. And. I I got up really early this morning as I normally do. I come upstairs because I know there's a time crunch. We have to do the show and things like that. But I saw her laying in bed and I remembered the one thing she said she wanted. So in an unusual move, I whipped it out. I whipped out the credit card and I ordered her her favorite breakfast. And I went and lined up and got it. So she had her avocado omelet this morning. And right. I always cook dinner on Sundays, so that's nothing super special. That's awesome. <laughs>
2: that was funny. You can do it tomorrow.
1: <laughs> I know.
2: I'm, We're laughing about that all day. That.
0: <laughs> yeah, so that, that's the romantic side of me.
3: <laughs> I've learned every time you use that phrase, "baby," that yeah. he's in trouble. That always right? comes for you into that. <laughs> We're gonna have to work on these skills, Jeff.
0: Right. <laughs> well, and Jesse, you have been helping me with that.
1: <laughs> we had the
0: conversation with Sarah the other day and you really helped me out um, because sometimes I'm thick and it needs to be said a couple times. <laughs> By the way, I noticed Selah is in the audience. Good right. to see you here this morning, Selah. Yes, hello. <laughs> All right. Hey, listen, we're going to do Revelation 4, and it's a short chapter. We might even do Revelation 5. We'll see how the time goes, but let's start out with a song of worship. Let me just share my screen here. Men. yes you know i like these old hymns well per, par, partially because they're royalty free so i can actually play them. <laughs> Without getting them right but you know the uh the first church i went to they pretty much sang al cappella with a uh, acoustic guitar mm-hmm. and uh they sang those types of songs so it really has a spot in my heart all
3: right yeah, that one's meaningful to me that one um the gentleman who wrote it suffered from severe um, oppression. And so that song came after many nights of oppression for him and struggling and he couldn't get free from it. And all of a sudden he had this vision of a fountain filled with blood. And when he, after he dipped himself in it, he felt the Lord wash all the oppression away. So that's the story behind that hymn.
0: That's beautiful. Wow, that is beautiful indeed. Thank you, Jesse. Mm-hmm. All right. So, Jody, why don't I ask you to open us up in prayer? Absolutely.
2: Father, this day we give you all glory, honor, and praise. We thank you, Lord, that you embody the love of a mother, the love of one who feeds many. We thank you, Lord God, that today we come before you and we offer ourselves up as uh, living sacrifices to share your glory, your beauty, your wonder. I thank you, God, that you anoint our heads with oil, so our minds are set on you, our mouths, so that there is a coal to our lips, that we speak all that glorifies you, and our hearts, Lord God, that our intent is correct before you. I thank you for all those in the audience, Father. I pray a blessing upon them this day, Lord God, for victory, power, strength in your spirit, Lord God, and that the st- Seeds of their heart will be planted deep that they will rise up as mighty warriors in this day. We give you all glory, honor, and praise today. Let your word come to life that it may be a power to us in this time. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.
0: Amen, that was powerful. Thank you, Jody. So just like Jesse's Mother's Day thing, these are things yet to come. As we learn from the very last verse of the first chapter, it was right, the things that you saw which are you know he's recording everything he saw so this wasn't a divine transmission where the other books were written this is things he actually saw and then he was to write the things that are which are the letters to the churches that we just concluded and then the very first line of this is after these things so that means now we're in the things to come and these chapters are incredible because we get a glance into the throne room so Why don't I read the chapter and then we'll dive in and work our way through it. So chapter four, after these things, I looked and behold a door standing open in heaven and the first voice, which I heard like the sound of a trumpet speaking with me said, come up here and I will show you what must take place after these things. Immediately I was in the spirit, and behold, a throne was standing in heaven with someone sitting on the throne. And he who was sitting was like Jasper Stone and Sardis in appearance. And there was like a rainbow around his throne, like an emerald in appearance. Around the throne were 24 thrones, and upon the thrones I saw 24 elders sitting clothed in white garments and golden crowns on their heads out of the throne came flashes of lightning and the sounds and peals of thunder and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne which are the seven spirits of god and before the throne there was something like a sea of glass like crystal and in the center and around the throne four living creatures full of eyes in front and behind. The first living creature was like a lion, the second creature like a calf, the third had a creature like the face of a man, and the fourth creature was a flying eagle. And the four living creatures, each one of them having six wings, are full of eyes around and within, and day and night they do not cease to say, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty, who was, who is, and who is to come. And when the living creatures gave, give glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne, to him whose lives for, lives forever and ever, The 24 elders will fall down before him who sits on the throne and they will worship him who lives forever and ever and will cast their crowns before the throne saying, worthy are you, our Lord and our God to receive the glory and honor and power for you created all things and because you're, they will exist and were created. Wow. Wow what a picture jesse does it actually look like this <laughs> absolutely
3: yes <laughs>
0: <laughs> so the bible's
3: right it is absolutely right yes well we uh, proved it there we go <laughs> <laughs> uh, some of these things are similar um as we read through revelations to the book of uh zachariah um I think it's chapter three, where it goes through some of these similar things. Um, And then the book of Daniel is the other one who covers some of the heavenly things. Um, But yeah, it's very interesting. I I love, you know, even that first verse, because before this, you know, access to the, you know, particularly the throne of God and the heavenlies was closed. You know you didn't really get to see that unless it was a special circumstance and um here you know john gets called up there and, and the door is standing open to heaven um you know it's kind of has this inviting feel to it that you know the door is open and he's called to enter into this heavenly scene mm-hmm
2: he's invited into the throne room, which is exciting. And a lot of people, when we pray, they, they, um, they're like, how can you go to the throne room? We've been invited. You know, the Lord tells us to come, let us, you know, reason together. And this is an exciting thing because this is us seeing it actually played out in scripture where he came into the throne room and then he had vision of, of the glory of all, you know, so it, it mm-hmm. is exciting.
0: Mm-hmm. It is that, you know, to me, um, i've never been in the throne room spiritually uh i plan on going and you know when reading this i'm thinking why can't i go you know maybe i haven't been ambitious enough in my prayers the heaven is open the veil has been removed so you know um stay tuned i'm gonna i'm gonna get my passport <laughs> <laughs>
2: you know, the the Bible says I'll enter his courts with thanksgiving in my heart and and enter his courts with praise. So I will enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. So just worship, you're a worshiper, you know, and then as you like, when I go into deep worship, I see Jesus stand up often, where he's on the throne, and he stands up, and you see it in your spirit. And it's the same way we talked about in chapter one, when it said all will see him and all will, you know, weep." we, this is the same thing, we're, we're going to see the throne through who we really are which is our spirit man we're in a garment of flesh but um but it's attainable to everyone and in this last days lord's going to pour out his spirit on all of us and all will be able to see and prophesy and dream and all that stuff because god is not a respecter of persons and he's not going to raise one above the other he has warriors he has intercessors he has positions where you fit in so you can do your part but it's for all of us and I just love that about him because he's all inclusive and I I got a lot of that when I was studying for this that he's all inclusive it's even in his character in his book
0: well amen so I just pray for everyone in this audience that you know get down on your knees and uh, let's let's meet in the throne room of God yeah you know <laughs> let's go there um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna set some time aside and worship and mm. I wanna, I wanna get in there and uh, and see the glory that is yet to come. So let, let's get into the verses here. Um, there's so much symbology and I just want to break down a couple things here. And the first voice I heard, which was like the sound of a trumpet speaking with me, because trumpets are used so often in the book of Revelation, this is not the trumpet sounding. This is mm-hmm. basically, I think it's referring to a volume level of, you know, this is a loud voice. This isn't that still small voice, you know, right. <laughs> he's going in through the gate, you know, the, the voice is loud and, it, and it's coming up there and it says, come up here and I will show you what must take place after these things. And I pay very specific attention to the word mm-hmm. must. Mm -hmm. because our god unlike you know some of the prophets of other religions and things like that um our god actually gives prophecy and fulfills them all Mm
2: -hmm.
0: and he Mm -hmm. must fulfill his prophecy because that's who he is
2: he does his word never returns void to him when it's spoken it either creates or whatever he's saying or speaking. And we find that out in a little while with that there's seals and there's books and all that kind of stuff. So God is an author, so like Jesse. (laughs) So when he speaks, it never returns void to him. So we have to remember that. And we have that same power and ability in our tongue. So we have to remember that we've been made in his image. And when we speak, we're either speaking life, death, blessings or cursings over ourselves or other people. So I just want to throw that in there.
0: Well, that's yeah. an important point when you speak out against someone else, you're actually cursing yourself.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Vengeance is mine, says the Lord. We must hand it to him and love our neighbors. Amen. So Jesse, why don't you yeah. decipher the second verse for us?
3: Yeah, well, I'll get into that. You know we've got this um, you know, this angelic being or being that is uh, the best word I would describe them as is a herald. And a herald's job is to proclaim whatever the king decrees. Um, So it's interesting is that the first thing that you have decreed is that he says, come up here and I will show you what must take place after these things. So he's literally decreeing that he will show forth what's going to take place. This says, immediately I was in the spirit and behold, a throne was standing in heaven The one sitting on the throne, um, you know, I'll go to like verse four or five here. It says, and he who was sitting on it was uh, like a jasper stone and a sardius in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne, like an emerald in appearance. Around the throne were 24 elders. And upon the thrones, I saw the 24 elders sitting, clothed in white garments and golden crowns on their heads. Um, so, you know, it starts to try to describe, John's describing what he's seeing in this throne room. And, um, you know, it's just this beautiful depiction of that. You've got the Lord's throne around that. You've got the 24 elders thrones and his appearance, you know, it's interesting because Jasper stone, um, there's two kinds of jasper. There's a black jasper and there's a green jasper. So because he says it's like an emerald, we know that it was the green jasper stone. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I kind of always kind of pictured it like the aurora borealis kind of, that you've got this, you know, circle of light around him. Um, but it it's interesting because he's describing what spirit and yet giving very material you know like it's like rock is very hard stone is very hard you know so um there's kind of some interesting things going on you know he's I don't think he's just putting the physical words to it you know it's I think he's bringing out the reality that it wasn't just a vision. It, it's not just something he's seeing in his mind that he's comparing. Um, you know, he goes into such detail because, you know, it's real. He's seeing it. He can feel it. He can touch it, you know? So um, that's what I I love about that is just the description. And um you know, it starts to get into that, you know, that scene then. Uh, the 24 elders are interesting because the other places they're mentioned is particularly in the book of Exodus. When Moses goes up on the mountain to meet with God during one of the times, it's after they've he had already got the Ten Commandments. He goes up on the mountain with 24 elders and it says that they ate and, and communed with God. What's interesting about that passage, and I've talked with a couple of Jewish rabbis about it, is that twice in that passage, it says that they saw God, not just Moses, these 24 elders saw him too. And the first time that that word saw is used, it means like they saw God, like in a vision. So with their mind's eye. Um, but the second time, it means that they they physically saw God with their physical eyes, so they were fellowshipping and eating with God in the physical. And you know, the rabbis that I talk to, many of them will say, you know, God is kind of a collective force that it's just a, you know, it's He's not a real being. It's just this uh, idea or concept that the people together share. And I said, "But how can you explain this passage then? Like they physically saw God. You know, there's no way around it than to to have to admit that God is a real person."
2: Mm-hmm. Amen to that. May so, I throw in something about? Yeah, Jasper? please,
0: please, and I have a lot oh. to throw in on this <laughs> yeah. one too.
2: Because I love that Jesse brought that up. That's why I love sharing. It. It's so much fun. <laughs> so um, Jasper also. In its colors, it comes in multicolors, but even in its solid color, it has uh, other color throughout it, and it just gave me the um, the understanding in my brain that it is Father, Son, Holy Spirit within one solid, but yet multi- multiple, you know. Mm-hmm. And um, and <clears throat> to me, that was exciting. And then it also hit me that it is representative of, of God loving all of us, multi, uh, all of we are male, female, all races, all creeds, and colors. And the Jasper is, is known to people who study stones or into stones as a, a nurturing stone. And so on Mother's Day, I thought it would be fun to bring that part out that it's a supreme nurturing stone. And it, and some people, I don't believe in, you know, worshiping stones or anything, but some people believe it absorbs neg- negativity or protect. it's a protection thing. So I've, I would love to give that credit to our father. He is our nurturer, our protector, and anything that's evil or negative through him, we could just wash it right out. So that I just wanted to bring that in on uh, because we know that there's thing, people who have seen Christ go into the father and and they're just one. And he's making that available to us, as we read in the other chapters where we are sitting in his throne with him. So we're in it like that Jaspery Amen. look.
0: <laughs> so some of the things that I get out of this is, first of all, when it says immediately i was in the spirit uh, this is going to be very important as we get into the later chapters of revelation because right now when someone dies to to die is to be with christ you're not your physical body does not go there it isn't until we get to the time of the rapture where our bodies are transformed so people who have died are there, but they're there in spirit. They're waiting for their body to be given. So it's very important that as it comes out later. And he was sitting on the throne and was like Jasper and Sardis in appearance. And um uh, I like everything that was said, but he, you know, the word of God is so deep. And uh one of the guys I was watching was I was studying this was Chuck Missler. And you know Missler goes down some rabbit holes. Yeah but uh one of the things he brought out was um jasper and sardius so, so there's there's actually a stone color that represents there's 12 stones one for each that's representative of each of the 12 tribes and mm-hmm. the uh, jasper is the first one and the sardius is the last one so it's a symbol symbology of the alpha and the omega right? Which is, mm-hmm. you know, it, it just, the word is so deep. And then uh one of the words that was tripping me up, and I had to g- go through several different teachings to f- figure this out, but the rainbow. I'm thinking, okay, well, rainbow was his promise after the flood, like what's yeah. going on? Does that tie in with the lightning and stuff? <laughs> you know, it comes up. And, but no, uh, there's actually a interpretation when you look up the etymologies of it. And go through the Greek and the Hebrew, where it's it could be more like a halo. It's it's this uh, sphere of light coming out above him. So a halo might be a good way to mention that. Um, also, the 24 thrones, the 24 elders. Look, I, I don't know who the 24 elders are, but they were people who have walked on this earth and were elders, so, so like a pastor in today's modern vernacular, uh, these are great men of God uh, who have, you know, uh, earned a seat there, and by the way, they don't always have to be from the biblical age, who knows, they could be a, a modern guy, right, you know, it's uh we don't know, yep. but there are 24 of them for sure.
3: And All they right. were given specific jobs in the Old Testament as well, Jethro was the first one um, when Moses was getting overwhelmed trying to govern and and rule and judge uh, the people of God. Um, His father-in-law Jethro had told him to, you know, um, choose 24 elders out of the different tribes, two from each tribe, and they were to help him govern. And each of them were, you know, set up to kind of sit as, as, the deciding factor issues among the people they were to come to these elders and um they were to give a judgment so um that's interesting too is that you know you bring start to bring in that governing and that you know judging um aspect to these mm-hmm. elders
2: yeah and, and um when you were talking about the the rainbow i like that halo everything on earth like jesse and you are saying is a reflection reflection of what's in heaven. And we see it on earth through a a physical plane. So just um, as you, as you were talking, just this vision of the beauty of heaven is just, if we think a rainbow is beautiful or the Northern lights, just imagine what it looks like around the father in the throne room. This isn't even, you know, this is a throne room and um, I've heard it taught. And I don't remember if Messler taught that it, I've heard it taught where uh, 12 were the 12 tribes of Israel and 12 were the disciples plus Paul, the 11 disciples plus Paul. So I've heard that as well. So, you know, when we get there, we'll know for sure.
0: (laughs) There's so many parallels like it just, you know. No one lives, like we, we're limited to 120 years and 120 years, you're not going to figure out this book and it's completion. Right? <laughs> It's Just, it's way too deep. It's way too deep. Oh, and I wanted to make one more point on, uh, on what Jesse said about the physical stones. Mm. Um, I believe this is also telling us that, you know, this is a physical place. Mm. It, it's, it's, you know, although mm. the, the, he's up there in spirit, it is a physical place.
2: Right. Mm. Oh, and the the priest also wore those stones on their on their whatever you call them, that breastplate that they wore. the breast yeah. So, um, so for to, to we're supposed to have the Lord of righteousness before us and wear wear that every day. So, if the Lord is Jasper and and Sardine, then he's our beginning. And and kind of if you get the whole picture in just a couple of sentences, it's very very uh, beautiful when you think about it
0: it's so beautiful it really is so let's go on to verse five mm-hmm. out from the throne came flashes of lightnings and sounds and peals of thunder and there were seven lamps of fire burning before the throne which are the seven spirits of god the mm-hmm. first thing that comes to mind with this is the the flashes of lightning and the sounds of peals this is a powerful place mm-hmm. <laughs> you know the, the so if you think of um, an operations room sort of thing, like, you know, if you, you you could be in Cheyenne Mountain and you're in control of all these satellites and stuff like that, it's just like major operations. Room. This is the operations room for the universe, <laughs> okay? Like, you know, there's nothing more powerful than what goes on here at the throne of God. And, you know, just mm-hmm. just this picture that they're painting, like this is pure, pure power.
2: Amen. <laughs> and this is Amen. what this is what the enemy tries to copy. And throughout the scripture, and I was studying it this morning through a prophet, Mark camp where the enemy's power is an implied power. He has to take our authority in order he, whom he may devour. He can't really do this. But when you look at what um John is saying here, there's no implied power. There is power.
1: Yeah. It
2: is God is power. You know, and um, like I, I just get so you know, like, let's go, God, (laughs) let's go take this down and get going because you just are so awesome. You know, let's just get it all done already. But um, yeah, I love that. I love how beautiful he looks here and how he's represented.
0: I really wish God worked on your timeline, Jody. I'm with you. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Perhaps we should hang out with Jesse more and go up to the throne room and just let him know how we feel. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Daddy,
0: it's time it's time <laughs> <laughs> break down this cabal
2: right amen
0: <laughs> all right so we covered the seven spirits of god that's uh isaiah 11 i believe and before the throne there was something like a sea of glass like crystal and right there um again it, you know going back to the the mistler thing i was studying this morning He was saying when you went into the temple beforehand, it was surrounded with water and you had to go through to wash yourself to go Mm. in. And he just painted, I I don't know if I agree with this or disagree, but it was a beautiful picture. The Mm. sea of glass. You don't have to go in because you're already purified. You're already there, Mm. so you can now just kind of glaze across it. um, And probably also makes this kingdom kind of (laughs) beautiful. Yeah.
2: That's what I thought that it was so, so still and beautiful that just,
0: you know, like radiating. crystal and crystals yeah. like diamonds right, right. And you look at a it, there's one of the most beautiful things on this physical earth is a diamond when you look at the reflection refraction of light through it mm-hmm. and just imagine the floor being diamond like wow. you know and god is light so you know there's probably some good refraction okay. happening
1: <laughs>
0: Amen. Hmm all right so where are we uh like the crystal in the center of the throne four living creatures full of eyes in front and behind the first living creature was like a lion the second like a calf the third uh creature like a f- with a face like a man and the fourth creature was like a flying eagle what do you <laughs> see there because this is the sort of thing that people scares people about off of revelation but you know the answers are all throughout the bible with this again you just have to look at the first time that these images are presented
2: Mm -hmm. well they're they're represented in ezekiel 1 and 10 as well and uh, they're said to be cherubim and um, I, i studied it and they said the eyes represented wisdom and when you go to the lion it you know Jesus came the first time as a, as a lamb to be slain now he's a lion so you have the lion which is mighty and sovereign the ox which is strength and service i think you called it another name but king james says ox um, the face of a man which is the image of god and intelligence which he created us with and the flying eagle and i got excited about the eagle and i'm going to tell you why a lot of people don't understand the eagle first of all it flies the highest it can go 10,000 feet It hunts quietly and strategically. Um, It takes a storm, and this is one of the things that just gets me going, and it uses the storm to rise higher. It learns how to use the current where other birds won't do that. You won't find other birds where the eagle is. Um, It mates for life, so it's a faithful mate. It can be ferocious, you don't wanna mess with it. But the thing that sticks out the most is at a certain age, And a lot of people feel this in their Christianity. And this is what came to me that I really wanted to share today was at a certain age in Christianity, you almost feel like you're getting dry. You know, uh, Keith Green sang a song about that. My eyes are dry. My faith is old. You don't know if you remember him, but um, the eagle will pluck off all his feathers. He will pull off his talons. He'll break his beak off and then he goes and he hides for a while. And as he's there, he's refreshing himself we've talked about David going and encourage himself in the Lord. So he, everything grows back and it's fresh and he can start his second part portion of his life with the same power. Cause after a while the wings get old and everything gets old and you can, you can see it, but now he's got all new, everything's new. And I think it's a beautiful representation of what God uh, gives us through him, this breaking off of the old, pulling off of all things that aren't, and we get that white raiment that it talked about in the scripture above that, which I believe is the the raiment of flesh that it now glorifies God being white. So I wanted to share that just because I love birds and eagles and I have tons of birds on my deck and I get in trouble for it, but <laughs> but they're beautiful. And um, so I, I, I be refreshed in the Lord. There is a season in time when you're serving God. And as it gets older, if you don't do that for yourself, you don't get you know, strip down yourself before God and say, okay, refresh me and really worship, praise, read the word and you know, pray. You know, you'll feel that tiredness. But there's a way to rise up higher and higher and higher. <laughs>
0: you know. That's actually amazing that they do that. I did not know that.
2: Yeah.
0: There the symbology is all here for a reason, but you know, I, I actually believe these are actually literal faces too, you know. Yes um they are like these uh like these things Mm
2: -hmm. which makes me excited because animals go to heaven so my my little misty is waiting for me and wendy and (laughs) and i can't wait to hug my yeah hug my kitty cats again and my dog that i have up there and (laughs) the lord loves everything he's created everything even the rocks will cry out
0: yeah i i you know the the dog thing i've always been a dog owner and you know and lost so many over the years but
2: mm-hmm.
0: such great attachments
2: yeah beautiful yeah.
0: so there, there's also a theory i'm not because it's it's very hard to prove uh it with the scriptures but it's theoretical and it's at least worth exploring when you look at the uh the four faces the uh the lion the calf the man and the eagle they're in order, representative of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. Mm-hmm. Each one of those. There's a bit of a different personality. Where the lion is like because it's a uh, very much Matthew is from the Hebrew perspective, mm-hmm. and then the uh, the ox. It's when uh, when Mark. It's more from a servant perspective. And Luke, it's more of the, the personality, the man's perspective. And then the eagle, I never got that quite explained uh, <laughs> to, to translate it properly. But uh, there's more than one people who, persons who believe that. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, it wouldn't surprise me because God's word is so supernatural. There's no supercomputer that could come up with this stuff. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm the other thing as you were right to point out the first time we see this description is in Ezekiel and I think Ezekiel 10 gives the best description but it's specifically describing a cherub which has four wings and I believe the seraphim are the ones with six wings so I think it's actually describing seraphim here but they're angels at the end of the day Mm
3: -hmm. yeah well one of the some of the Behind the scenes, um, Hebrew stuff that comes out of this that's kind of interesting is, you know, as you look at, like, we think of everything as a breath or a word picture. And, you know, in the Hebrew language, the word, um, the letter ayin, um which is the 16th letter of the alphabet, um, also represents the I, like, each letter has a number plus a word picture. So, and represents the eyes and it means to see or experience. Mm -hmm. So you have these, you know, four creatures that are continually experiencing God in every way, every, you know, it says literally they are covered head to toe, every part of their body is full of these eyes. So they are continually in that presence of experiencing God.
2: Beautiful.
3: And as you start to break down, you know, the imagery, um, you know, the head it represents the Hebrew letter Resh, um, which means person or first, you know, so um, that man is one of the first to get to see that presence. And, um, you know, it's interesting, even the the order, like there isn't a letter that coincides with the lion or the eagle. Um, but you do have the ox, which is, uh, reminiscent of the Hebrew letter Aleph, uh, which represents strength or leadership. And then, um, you do also have, um, what was the other, um, the other interesting thing that I wanted to bring out was the man um when you break down the word for adam or man um it comes from you know a combination of ah which is beginning and then you have dom which is uh literally means blood Mm -hmm. so you've got the beginning and the blood together um, so there's that physical aspect again. But as we start to think about, um, you know, that life and, and the glory and the radiance, you've got the light and the blood together being represented in all things. So that physical, that spiritual um, aspect combining together.
2: That's beautiful. So those are just some
3: of the interesting things with that.
2: Yeah, And there's a teaching that I heard through... Um, through another gentleman out of South Africa who taught that there's light in the blood. And, um, mm-hmm. and, and it's funny because, like I said, I almost lost my daughter um, twice to suicide. And one of the things the first time was I saw the light leaving her eyes, you know, and, and there's this just brightness that's there when we're alive <clears throat> and when we're, <clears throat> excuse me, when we're, um, you know, just in love with God and have God in our system everything has light in it. And that blood, I love how you combine that, you know, because it, it's a beautiful thing. Man has that blood and blood is what redeemed us. So I did want to mention um, when you talked about the different, um, you know, the face of man and all the different things relate. When we talked about the eagle a minute ago, the Lord said, those that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength, they'll mount up with wings as eagles. He's giving us such an opportunity. He says, "Run and not uh, grow weary, and walk and not faint." So, within all of this, there's always that thread of the gifts that He's given to us. All the things that Jesse was just talking about—you know, the the power of the the trumpet is in our mouth. And you know, when we're looking, we're always looking at things at a distance, and we have to remember that God has created us in His image and likeness. So, all of this stuff that we're seeing resides right within our spirit and i mean i i got goosebumps saying that to you because god is just so glorious and he's so gracious to share himself with us and i'm grateful to him
0: put it putting together what you just said about the eagle and and what jesse just said about the blood think about it his love is new every morning as soon as we ask for forgiveness and i do every day (laughs) i don't know about you but i'd suggest it's a good thing yes um, we can we we cut we get a fresh start
1: mm-hmm.
0: we are regenerated amen
1: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: and it's- and and even more so when we read the word of god so it's one thing to ask for forgiveness but when you read the word of god like i've said this before uh, to me it's literally it's so supernatural i feel it washing me mm-hmm. like i feel the word of god when i read it
2: mm-hmm
0: and it comes over me, it's just, it's incredible.
2: It's alive to you, it's beautiful, and this is an example of um, the way that the eagle strips himself, is an example of that repentance that you're talking about, because, you know, I even apologize to the Lord for, because I'm a very direct, and when I see Satan, I'm so pointed, you know, and sometimes people's feelings get hurt, but, you know, um, and I don't mean them, you know, it's like when Jesus rebuked Peter, you know, um, Peter, he didn't he he wasn't talking to Peter. But anyway, um, uh, you know, so sometimes I, I'll i repent for things that I don't even know I've done. You know, it's like, Father, the things that I've done and, you know, I don't actively choose to sin, but this is what I, I lay before your feet, the fact that I'm human and the fact that I'm fallible and just forgive me. And, and I pray that that's the stripping of the feathers so that I can regrow his raiment. And, and be an example of who he is and not, and not grow weary and not faint. And um you
0: know,
2: just, he's
0: so, I mean. All right, so who is he? is he? He is yeah. holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. I think there's a song there. Someone should write that. <laughs> <laughs> who was and who is and who is yet to come. Just like the that, you know, what we started out with, uh, what you watch, what you... Write what you saw, what is, and what is yet to come. God mm-hmm. is all of these things.
2: Amen. So, Amen.
0: Holy, holy, holy. Why does he say that three times?
2: Emphasis.
3: <laughs> well, I believe it's the uh, to represent the Trinity.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I think too. Yeah. Mm-hmm is the Lord God Almighty, is the Lord God is in the Father and is in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in the Lord and the Father is in, like, it's just, they're, they're one. I can't picture it, but I trust his word that this is the way, the best way he can describe himself to us uh, little little mortals mm-hmm. running around.
2: Well, we're spirit, soul, and body. If we tried to picture each one of those things separate, we'd look crazy we'd look like those creatures that are (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) listen can a caterpillar can a caterpillar caterpillar even picture himself as a butterfly right you know um and that's on a very small scale to what we go through
1: right
0: exactly And, and this gets really interesting because this is a a picture of what is happening in the throne room so They do that day and night without ceasing to say, Holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and was and is yet to come. And when the living creatures, so the angels, give glory, honor, and thanks to him who sits on the throne, to him who lives forever and ever, as soon as they finish that, the 24 elders will fall down before him who sits on the throne, and they will worship him who lives forever and ever, and will cast their crowns before the throne, saying... Worthy are you, our Lord, our God, to receive glory and honor and power, for you created all things, and because your will, they existed and were created. So do you see this repeating pattern? The angels get up, they do their holy, 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 then they, they, the saints get up there and say, no, 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 our, not our crown, it's yours, it's all, like, and this just continuously happens. but now now here here's some hope um and again i i I can't prove this but you know i i listen to different people's theories and you know some grounded men of god who are way better researched than i am and Mm -hmm. one of the things they say is perhaps the 24 elders uh because there is some old testament reference and i don't have the scripture to pull up right now but essentially they would rotate in on a weekly basis so you know, twenty-four elders, and then they do a week, and then they come out, and then another twenty-four, and it could be twenty-four thousand, right? Mm-hmm. So, you know, just based on the life I've lived, I I don't think I make the top twenty-four, but <laughs> we could shoot for twenty-four thousand. <laughs> you know, now we got a shot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you were
3: I, I don't think it means thousands,
0: Jeff, but we'll give you. <laughs> yeah, we should just take it literally. as twenty-four. Right. <laughs>
2: You know, it's um, beautiful about this, too, is you're seeing the angels who were created and and, you know, people say they they worship God because they just know he's God and they believe we and then you go to the 24 elders who worship God because they've chosen and they've made it through those first things that we saw in the first few chapters of Revelation, where they were the overcomers so all these things were given to them. And even though it was given to them because they overcame, they still took it and laid it at the Lord. When you see the glory of God, the humility will, will come over you. And, and just the idea of I wouldn't mind sitting there just to worship him all day. That would be that would be a great job.
0: <laughs> you know, it, it's it's you know, some people might say, Well, that'd be boring. You come on. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think so. I think if you're in the presence of God and you're in the throne room. This is the best day of your life, you know, yeah. your eternal life.
2: Right. Well, let's think of it today. What is today? Today's Mother's Day. Today, your children are telling you how much they love you, how grateful they are to you for what you've done, the sacrifices that you've made. I mean, and is any one of the mothers going to go, no, no, stop? I don't deserve that, you know? <laughs> not one they're going to be like thank you and then the love goes back so it's a circle of love that that is happening there it's not just one way
0: well i want to correct you jody because oh. he's going to say no not me it's all him <laughs> <laughs> all him
3: who jeff
0: no 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 the lord god almighty the holy 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 guy <laughs> no okay i just jeff. had
3: to clarify that <laughs> Yeah.
0: yeah come on okay she hit me back ladies and gentlemen this is this is what happens when i decide to be a smart ass
1: silly yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this is this is a beautiful beautiful picture of going into the throne room and uh oh, I, I don't know what else to say about it just they fall down oh what we can talk about is the crowns uh mm-hmm. because it, yeah, it's so just, I, so they're wearing crowns and what's interesting is you cannot earn your salvation but you can earn crowns that's right and so when we you know even in our stewardship course and i'm not doing any sales here but even in that we we say listen there's treasure that you that will actually pass through the other side and that's essentially these crowns the crowns of righteousness the crowns of uh should have pulled off the list. Uh but anyways, there, there's what well, five or seven crowns. Do you have the list, Jody? I had it. I i,
2: I don't have it here, but I can have to go back in my notes to find it. But I could try to look it up. But I did want to share something about the crowns. Um, there's two t- two types of crowns used in the Bible. The first one is a diadem which is a jeweled crown and it's worn by sovereignty. So that is only earned Jesus Christ wears that crown. And then the second one and I don't say these words very good but I think it's called the stenophos, which is a victor's crown, which means you want a competition and you won. So those are the crowns that the 24 elders have. And that's what they're laying at the feet of Jesus. We beat the devil and we're here to love you and worship you 24 hours a day and receive love back from you. And we give this back to you, you know, because you're worthy of it, not just the diadem, but the Stephanos as well you know so that made me excited but i'll look up the the uh, crowns i did have that at one point um i didn't write it down here
0: well you know we could start out uh next time with it i don't think we're gonna have time to do revelation five because we've taken just about an hour to do to do this one and i know people want to go and do lunch and be with their loved ones so including yourselves so we don't want to keep people too late uh any any final words on revelation four?
2: I think it's a beautiful representation oh I found the crowns if you want me to read it quickly oh
0: yeah yeah because yeah,
2: we read it we read it one time before in another teaching uh the crown of life the interrup- uh incorruptible crown the crown of righteousness the crown of glory the crown of rejoicing um those are the five crowns uh I'm trying to see if I can find you I think there was five yeah I think there's it? five yeah, yeah just the five um but those were them so life incorruptible, righteousness, glory, and rejoicing. So it's a lot of crowns.
0: <laughs> well, it is. But, you know, when you think about those things, those if if you can strive for those things, because I always like to be practical about the mm-hmm. word. And I, I always think of application. I'm a simple guy. Uh, mm-hmm. Look, I, I could do my best to be righteous. And I'm righteous in him. And it's only because of him mm-hmm. and because of our salvation. Amen. So when we can walk in these different things, Uh, and you know extend the kingdom that's earning crowns Mm -hmm. that's earning crowns and we don't do it for the reward Mm -hmm. but we do it for the service of our lord because of what he did for us right and and it's a wonderful thing right
2: it is wonderful thing if i could share one thing i want to say before everybody leaves first happy mother's day and love to all of you second remember this out of chapter four he's inviting us there we worship Mm -hmm. alongside the angels and we stand before him, and it's not just, it's, it's a circle of love, and that God is encompassed in Father, Son, Holy Spirit, and all the character um, representative of the seven spirits of God, which, which are the, the spirits of God, and, and he is sharing it with us. So feel welcomed into the courts of God, feel welcomed into the heavenlies, because he created us to actually interact with him that way. This is a beautiful invitation.
0: Perfect. Well, listen, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> I'm gonna close us out in prayer today. Okay. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks for the privilege of doing this show and and reading your your word, God. It's it's one thing to cover the news and the events of the day, but you give us the ability to cover the events that are about to come lord you allow us to see into the future from your word and we know that it's certain that it will happen and father we thank you for this particular chapter and for that invitation as jody just pointed out that we can go into your throne room we can sup with you and you want that for us today even lord not just sometime in the future but that is of something that is available today for us. So I thank you for your word. I thank you for each one of these mothers and even mothers-to-be who might be uh, participating in this broadcast today. Lord, a special blessing on these mothers. And Father, I I pray that each and every one of these children will obey your commandments and, and honor thy mother today and truly honor women are have such a special place and and lord i thank you even for the modern woman who is really really stepped up a modern woman has become a leader in so many ways and women are so capable in so many ways and lord you are the uh, biggest liberator of women that there ever has been Mm And so, Father, I thank you for that. I thank you that you've created both man and woman in your image. And particular blessing on the mothers this day and even this week and carry on into this year, Father, that uh, the mothers are celebrated every single day. All of creation relies on them. (laughs) So we thank you, Jesus Christ, holy, holy, the Lord Almighty who is and is yet to come amen thank you for watching right on radio thank you for being part of this study with us we do ask that you have a blessed day and jesse a special blessing to you and by the way keep jesse in prayer please uh there's a couple things uh, a very practical nature that need to get worked out for jesse uh so you know just uh the lord god knows what they are but we pray that those things come to fruition. And Jody, we ask for prayers for you as well. And we celebrate you and being a grandmother and, uh, and for all that you do in the kingdom, Uh, you add so much to this broadcast. I know Jesse and I are thankful to have you join us Mm -hmm. and uh, it's a real blessing and it's a blessing to the audience who really is part of this broadcast. You know, we are the three with the microphone right now, but, I'm just glancing at the chat and I see how many people are participating in the show. And I'm really thankful for that. And I'm thankful for the privilege and the honor of doing this with you. So without further ado, love your God, love your family, especially your mothers today. (laughs) Love your neighbor and make a difference in your community by anointing it and by the way there's a book made by a certain person on this panel here that has a book about that but i don't want to do sales on a sunday anyways thanks again for watching god bless each and every one of you right on radio
1: right on radio